the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. something new today with this uh oh this tablet that i got so let me know if you can't hear me or anything and i'll get on my phone if we get disconnected just hold on and i'll come right back to you hey man just going over a couple of things we got some stuff we got to talk about on tonight hey man how's everybody doing how's everybody doing i pray that everybody had a good day we're just waiting for another minute then we're going to go ahead and open up in our Bible study, because I got some stuff to talk about today. Got to invite the viewer. Like I said, I'm on my tablet today. I'm not on my phone. I never use it. I just thought about that. I'm like, man, I can probably use it as bigger. I can see myself more better. Okay. <clears throat> All these years I've been using my phone. But hey, man, we're going to go ahead and, and get started. Once I get this last scripture that I'm trying to get here and whatnot, and then... um. <clears throat> We can go ahead and get started. We got some things to talk about. Hey there, Sister Patterson, or Carter Patterson. Hello, how are you? And my man, Minister Coleman. Boy, we licking our wounds, Cowboy Nation, baby. We licking our wounds, man. Believe me, I'm still mad. All right. <clears throat> all right, all right. We're going to go ahead and get started because we got some stuff to talk about today. But we talking about what comes out of the mouth and the tongue. And I got some things that I got to say about some things that's going on. But I can back it up with scripture and we will go from there. And don't be getting on me and calling me naive and all of that because I'm just tell you how I feel about it. I don't care what everybody else is saying. It's how I feel about it. And it is what it is. Amen. I know y'all talking about what is he talking about? But we're going to talk about uh, the thing. We're going to have a few verses talking about speaking things and whatnot. But you need to watch your mouth um, about watch your mouth or who you put your mouth on about bad mouthing people and different things of that nature. But amen, amen. We're getting ready to open up our Bible study. Amen. God bless you. I take it that everybody must can hear me because I don't hear nobody saying they can't hear me. I'm just making sure everything is all right. <clears throat> if we get disconnected, just hang on and I'll try and get back to you as soon as possible. I don't know how Wi-Fi is and all of that type of stuff. Let us pray. Let's get into the word of God. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for this day. We thank you, Father God, for this Bible study. Have your way and your will be done, Lord. Anoint me, Heavenly Father. Use me in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, I come here tonight to give you glory. We, as those that are online, come here to give you glory, Heavenly Father. Bless those that are on the line tonight. Bless those who will watch this later on tonight or some other day. In Jesus' holy name, God, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord. Father God, that their souls will be fed, that I can help enhance, enlighten, and encourage those in Jesus' holy name, Heavenly Father, Lord. Lord, we just bless your name because you are an awesome God, a wonderful God, a miracle worker. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. We love you and we praise you. We give you honor and glory. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, it's the birthday boy. How you doing? Mr. Andy Seabauer, my classmate. Thank you for tuning in. Mr. Buffalo Bill, thank you for tuning in, sir. Enjoy your day. 
Amen. Tell Stephanie to take good care of you. That's my other classmate. Amen. 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 I want to talk about something on tonight. But before I get into that, I am Elder Dakota Radden. I am the assistant pastor at Restoration Community Outreach Ministries under the leadership of the mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, the senior pastor. Amen. And our bishop, our overseer, the triple B, the big bad bishop, Bishop John Willie Robinson, Jr., Amen. And our prelate, Bishop Andre Sexton, from way out there in Sierra Vista, Arizona, him and his wife, Evangelist Andre Sexton, continue to bless them, God, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for tuning in, Ryan. I know you're working, and I will be keeping you in prayer, brother. I see that. Bless you and your family. Amen. I pray that your daughter's doing well. Amen. From COVID and everything, man, I pray that she's doing much better, but I will definitely keep you in prayer, Ryan. Thank you for that. Amen. <clears throat> I thank God for the members and those that are online. I want to talk to you tonight about speaking things out of your mouth with your tongue. I sometimes I think we don't know how important that is. If you were to take your Bible and Google scriptures on the tongue, it will be a plethora, a long list of things coming up about the tongue. There's a lot of things, a lot of things that said, oh, you got it now. God, we will definitely pray for you, Ryan, with your covid you and PT, Tony Williams got it too. And a member of my crew has it. Amen. So it is going around COVID. So once again, let us be uh, mindful of that. Continue to be uh, mindful. Uh, Andy, my God, on your birthday, Andy. Uh, okay. So we got a couple of people online with COVID. So let's keep them in prayer. Thank God for them tuning in because we know we don't take that lightly. Um, it might not be as serious as it was or that many people dying like it was back in 2020. But nevertheless, it affects people in different ways and whatnot. And some people have long-term effects afterwards. So that is nothing to play with. I pray that uh, <clears throat> Ryan Coleman and Andy Seabow, Ryan is my class or uh, my uh, co-worker at the city of Columbia. And uh, Andy is a classmate of mine, class of 91 from Lower Richland High School. I'm praying for both of them right now that God will heal them and strengthen them right now in Jesus' holy name and anybody else that may have COVID right now, touch them, Heavenly Father, and strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. He cannot have them in Jesus' holy name. God, you are a healer, God. By your stripes, we are healed in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. It don't mean that you were doing something careless. You know, people is out there. You might just catch it from somebody else and all of that type of stuff. I mean, we all can get it at any moment, any time. I've been blessed to thus far. I've never had it. I have had a couple of common colds, but haven't been diagnosed with COVID yet. And, uh, and don't want to and whatnot. Somebody said that everybody will get it eventually. But once again, that just people putting stuff out there. That's what I'm talking about now with the mouth. But I haven't had it. And I thank God that I have it in Jesus' holy name, God. Where am I supposed to be starting off at? In Matthew. <clears throat> talking about the tongue. And like I've said, there are many, many scriptures on the tongue in the New and Old Testament about the words that we speak. <clears throat> Amen. Bishop, thank God for Bishop uh, tuning in. Amen. There are words that we speak, and you might be surprised to know this, that a lot of Christians, you do know this, but there are some people who don't know the importance of what you say every day. Did you know that <clears throat> every idle word that you say is accounted for? It's written right here in Matthew in the 12th chapter. In the 12th chapter of Matthew, let's read 12th chapter of Matthew in verse 36 and 37, and man, I'm about to get into some stuff. Y'all might as well get ready to buckle up because I'm about to tell y'all how I feel about some things, but I can back it up with scripture about putting your mouth on people that you ain't got no business, especially when you ain't got no proof. I don't care what it looked like. 
and whatnot. That's right. You might already know what I'm about to get at and whatnot with this. But if not, I'll be getting to it shortly before I close out today. <clears throat> um, Matthew 12 and 36, it says, but this is Jesus talking. This is in red. Matthew 12 and 36 and 37. But I say unto you that every idle word men may speak. They will give account of it, the, of the day in the day of judgment. Every word that comes out of your mouth, all the things that you said today is being recorded. It's being written down. Hallelujah. It's a every idle word that you speak is going to be accounted for in the day of judgment. And look at verse 37. It's for by the words that you speak, you will be justified by your words or you will be condemned by your words. You can be justified or condemned by the words that you speak that come out of your mouth. Have you had any idea how important that is? All the lying, all the gossiping, all the talking about, all the all just stuff. How many people are in jail today by the words of somebody else? How many people are six feet deep, dead in the ground because of the words of what somebody said? Proverbs is a whole has a whole bunch of stuff about the words, about the words you speak. The book of Psalms, him, Matthew, every word that you speak will be accounted for. So here's a warning. Start saying good things. Start practicing good speech and all of that type of stuff. All this cussing folks out and carrying on, okay. All that lying and carrying on, okay. Well, now, you know, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself, but the book of Proverbs in the sixth chapter, it's six things that it says that God hates, and it says seven is an abomination. And at least guess what two of them have something to do with, what, with, with your mouth. It says in the book of Proverbs, in the sixth chapter, ah, where's it going to start at? I should have wrote it down, <clears throat> and I didn't. But I knew, no, it's in the sixth chapter about the six things that God hates. <clears throat> and I will find it shortly. But one is a proud look, like people that's, that's proud, they have that proud attitude, that proud spirit and whatnot. He hates hands that sheds innocent blood. God does not like it when innocent people gets killed. So I'm just going off of, off of memory right now. He doesn't, but I can tell you two things right now that God don't like. Here it is in verse 16 of, of six, the sixth thing the Lord hates. Yes, seven are abomination to him. A proud look. What comes right after that? It's a, a lying tongue. All right, that's one. Hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked plans. That's people that's always thinking about wicked stuff that you ain't got no business doing and stuff like that. What up, Big Smooch? Another uh, co-worker there, Big Lamarian Tillman. Good dude, good dude. <clears throat> a heart that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift to run to do evil. Always quick to do some mess or get into some mess and all that. God hates stuff like that. For you to be thinking of wicked and evil things, doing even just always running to do stuff that you ain't got no business doing, breaking the law and all of that. A false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among the brethren. Actually, that's almost three things. A lying tongue. A false witness who speak lies, that's still talking about lying. So that's two things talking about lying. And it says one who sows discord, sows discord. Somebody who always keep mess started. You don't keep mess started by looking at nobody. You don't keep mess doing by what you keep mess by what you say. You know how you're talking about somebody just messy by some of the things that they do? Always talking and saying the things that you ain't got no business saying. Starting stuff. Sowing discord can tear up a whole church. Talking bad about the pastor and all of that type of stuff, or just doing stuff that you ain't got no business doing, saying things that can destroy a ministry. 
It can break up a church. It can bust up a whole congregation off of what one lie can spread like wildfire. That's why God says he hates a lying tongue. My goodness, man, a lying tongue. <clears throat> you better be careful about who you put your mouth on, especially men and women of God, and especially those that are in leadership position, those pastors and bishops, apostles, whatever leadership they may have, you better watch yourself about what you're putting on God, because yes, that's what I'm about to talk about here in a few. Amen. That's what I'm about to talk about here in a few. All right. That's one right there. Let's go to the book of Proverbs and whatnot. Do you know how powerful the words you say? Well, we in the book of Proverbs. We're going to go to three chapters. We just did six. We're about to go to 18, and then we're going to go to 17. It's so many scriptures about the tongue, but I'm only just naming just a small portion. You want to know about all of them? All you got to do is Google, say biblical sayings about the tongue, and you will see all kinds of stuff come up. There's my sister-in-law tuning all the way in from Valdosta, Georgia. What it do, baby sis, Keisha? Hey, man, I don't know where your sister's at. My beautiful wife ain't tuned in yet. She might be driving or doing something. Hey, man, hey, man. In the book of Proverbs, about a, talking about a tongue, in verse 18, do you not know that in 18 and in 21, or excuse me, in 18 and 20, 21, it says that death and life is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it shall eat its fruit. Death and life, you can speak life or you can speak death on anything, amen. What comes out of your mouth, yes, is that serious. I didn't say that, that's in the word. It says life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can speak life on a situation or you can speak that. You need to stop saying certain things, certain things that just roll off the tongue. And I'm about to get on some here in a minute also. <clears throat> my back is killing me. My feet are killing Oh, my head is killing me. Stop saying that about your head and your back or any part, body parts that's bothering you. You don't have to say it's killing me. Hey, classmate, Tyra Miller, woman of God, how are you doing today? Thanking you for tuning in. Amen. Stop saying those things. I know it rolls off the tongue. We say it all the time. My leg is killing me, my back, and all of that type of stuff. I get it. I get it, sis. I know you're saying, ouch. Everybody's guilty of that. Pastor been speaking on that for years. Say, stop saying those things about what's killing you. I know it's just a figure of speech, but the word killing and whatnot. Ain't nothing killing you. Stop saying that and whatnot. So just stop. You might you hurting, you're hurting. But try and say something else instead of killing me and whatnot. That's something we just got to get into. Hey, man. Hey, hey and that rat. Now, right now, that's what I'm talking about. Cousins tuning in. <clears throat> Stop saying those things about that, about what's killing you. And another thing which y'all need to stop doing. This weather, my, my congregation, restoration, I already know where I'm going with that. And I'm glad I got all y'all on here now. Boy, this weather, this weather is crazy. This weather is bipolar. This weather can't make up its mind. Who controls the weather? God controls the weather. Are you saying that God is crazy? Is God bipolar? If God wanted to be negative 10 degrees tonight and 80 degrees tomorrow, that's what he wants. That's right. You know how you control the temperature in your house? God controls the temperature. He has the thermostat. He does the way he wants to. You ain't never heard me say that, and I never will. Well, since I've been saved, but I know that it rolls off the tongue. Cold today, hot tomorrow. Boy, you got to be in a coat in the morning and got to turn on your air conditioning in the evening. This weather don't want to make up its mind what it want to do. Who controls the weather? 
Stop putting your mouth on God like that for you mess around and don't got no tongue to speak with at all. Stop that foolishness. God makes the weather. He can have it how he wanted to. It could be negative 10 tonight and 90 degrees tomorrow. So be it. Dress for it. Put on your coat in the morning and put on your short sleeve and shorts in the evening or whatever you want to wear. Dress for it. If you get sick, then take some medicine. Do whatever the case. Speak over yourself. You got the words and the power to do it. Father God, I'm healed in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that my nose cavities open up and all of this, get rid of all this mucus in my body, whatever the case may be. You got NyQuil, you got Robitussin, you got Theraflu. It's stuff out there for a cold. I be squeezing stuff in my nose all the time, that afrin and all that, so my sinuses and stuff can clear up and whatnot. I ain't gonna never put my mouth on God. He controls the weather. My God, we have got to stop that. We've got to stop that, saints. Putting your mouth on God. <clears throat> I mean, it's just a mistake that we make. There you go, uh, Sister Miller. You're right. That's why I'm glad I got everybody online tonight. I done told that to a few people, but I hear that all the time. The weather's bipolar. The weather's crazy. Stop that. You know who controls the weather. Oh, man, there's just so much I don't want to get into about getting your mouth on. Uh, one more uh, script. Yeah, 17 and 2, Proverbs 17 and 28. Proverbs 17 and 28. Now, how many people you met somebody for the first time in your life, right? They always say first impression is a lasting impression. How many people you know that say they was all right till they opened their mouth? You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes silence is about the best thing that you can do instead of opening up your mouth. And it basically says that here in Proverbs 17 and 28. Even a fool, F-O-O-L, even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. My God, you know, I'm going to say that again. Even a fool is accounted to be wise when he don't say nothing. When he holds his peace, when he shuts his lips, he is considered perspective. How many times somebody, we'd all been there before. How many times you'd have been good, said somebody was just fine until they opened up their mouth. They were just fine until they said something completely and totally stupid and whatnot. Sometimes just be quiet. If you don't have all the facts, be quiet. You don't have all the information, be quiet. Just don't jump right in. And I think that's something that we've all been guilty on. We got, we got, to, we got to do better. That's a good saying that's been going on these last few years. Do better. If you can do better, then do better. Stop butting in and don't have all the facts or the information. You are counted wise just by keeping your mouth shut. You can learn a whole lot just by being quiet. This tongue will get you in a whole lot of trouble. People are in jail. People are that. Look what they did to Jesus. They lied on Jesus. Mouth, the stuff that come out of your mouth. Now, I'm going to go ahead and jump into a couple of things right quick. And whether you agree or disagree, that's on you. And yes, I'm about to talk. And I'm speaking on behalf and defending Bishop T.D. Jakes. I know y'all said, uh-oh. We done all heard. About P. did in his little freaky deaky party. I ain't even, I heard he always threw parties. I'm not into that stuff. I didn't know what kind of parties he'd be throwing. It's to my understanding that some young lady who is claiming, or I don't know if she's getting ready to take him to court or whatnot, but she got it out there that P. Diddy sexually assaulted her some years ago and all of this type of stuff. <clears throat> and she started naming some things that was going on at these parties. And out of all the people there, 
she gonna name Bishop T.D. Jakes was there. That at P. Daddy's parties now. They say he be having these freaky deaky parties and Bishop sleeping with men. Let me tell you something. Until Bishop T.D. Jakes comes out and admit uh, there's photos of him, he wasn't there as far as I'm concerned. Ain't no way that man was at no god dog on party. I don't care what that woman say. Why she, who is she to come out and say something like that? You mean to tell me out of all the celebrities there, what up, Big Willie? Out of all the celebrities there, out of all the sports stars, senators, representatives, whomever, you gonna mention him? Now, if there's other people there, it makes it like I said, I don't keep up with that stuff. I ain't never heard who was there. But you gonna mention him, he's there. And now everybody just then took it and then ran with it. That he's sleeping with men and all kind of other foolishness like that. Ain't no way. If I'm Dakota Dewan Radden Sr. and I got millions of people who follow me, uh, that watch me online, uh, I write books, I'm an author, I'm in movies, I produce things, I do all of that. I got, I'm known worldwide. I done been all over the Africa preaching and all. I'm worldwide. You mean to tell me that I'm going to take a chance and go to a party like that so somebody can see me and then there's supposed to be no cameras at these parties? Oh, that's supposed to make it better. I'm going to just take a chance and go to something like that? Man, ain't no way. Ain't no way I'll go to something like that. Even if he was in the god doggone men or boys and whatever, you think he'll take a chance to go to something like that? Man, ain't no way. No, I can't believe that. I just can't. Is he above reproach? Is he? Uh, no. I mean, could he have been there? Possibly so. But until he admits it, until I see some photo proof, no. Ain't going to no mess like that. People putting their mouth on this man of God. You better watch what you're doing. If somebody, my very bishop that's on here right now, somebody could tell me, well, I seen Bishop Robinson on two nights road picking up prostitutes. Man, get out of here with that garbage. I ain't even, I don't even want to hear it. I ain't even listen to it because I know his character. I know it. Do I know Bishop TDJ's person? Nope, never met the man. Only the closest I done got to him is on TV screen from what I've seen. But from the way he preached and from his lifestyle, from what I know he has done nothing that I can honestly say, well, maybe he was there engaging in unnatural acts with men no i can't believe that until once again he said now he might feel the need that he don't have to say nothing but i do know the bible says that don't let your good be evil spoken of i do know that and as far as that's concerned me i would have to address it i know i wouldn't i said your mind probably made up anyway but i wasn't in no darn party like that and just like what pastor say now that is between him and god if he did that but I say, ain't no way that man was there. I would never say Bishop ain't had no business being at that party. How do I know he was there? All because of what some woman said? Or somebody else? No, I can't. I ain't no. Hall and Oates once had a song, I can't go for that. Y'all know that when people that my age, they know that song. Pastor Bishop might not know that though. But I can't go for that. <clears throat> no, I'm not believing that. So yeah, that's what I'm talking I say it's going to be something tonight. Now that's just me. Call me naive. Call me whatever. But I ain't going for it that Bishop T.D. Jakes was at some darn sex party. That's just some nothing. Whenever you are that high in society, you're a celebrity, people put their mouth on you about different things and all kinds of things come out. And you just take it and run with it. Christians have been under persecution. The word of God said they're going to be and all of that type of stuff. I got another one and I'm going to get on something else here in a minute. Uh, remember, it was a flood in Houston, Texas uh, uh, back in what, 2017 or something. Joel Osteen didn't open up the church. He let all them people, he didn't let them people in. He had the church closed and all of that type of stuff. I said, you know what? First of all, a church <clears throat> that big, Joel Osteen ain't gonna come down there and open it up anyway. When you have a church that's got 
that big, you have a staff, you have people with keys, you have landscapers, you have a cleaning crew, you have all kinds of people there, you have security and all of that type of stuff. He ain't going to come down there and open up the doors anyway to a church that big. People will do that. He got people for that. But remember, that was out there. That just spread it through social media like wildfire. People said that doggone, he, he's supposed to be doggone, he's supposed to open up the church and whatnot. He ain't got this church and it's a flood down here. Quote, Pastor Joel Osteen said that <clears throat> he never shut the doors of the church and shared pictures. He said he never shut the doors of those that are in need and shared pictures that appeared to show the church, which seats thousands had experienced flooding itself and backed up the claims while the church was inaccessible, inaccessible, inaccessible. The church itself has some flooding going on. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, my man Shahid Mendo, now my man Shahid Mendo here is a diehard straight up Muslim. Know him, play football and all together. That's my man, right? He's cool in the fan. He's a Muslim. It is what it is. But thank you for tuning in, Shahid, and listening tonight, man, Shahid Mendo and whatnot. You know, rest in peace, his brother that passed away a few years ago, a classmate of mine and all of that. But Shahid, the Muslim, that's his thing right there. That's what he do. He's a good man, though. And whatnot. Thank you for tuning in, uh, Shahid. <clears throat> the man said it. I believe it. If Pastor Joel Osteen said, my church ain't never been shut out to the people like that. I ain't never closed the doors on the people. That's what I believe. And I, and I take that with me to my grave. He said it. I believe it. And I bishop say that settles it. That's it. But somebody put their mouth on him and say that man didn't open up the church during that flood and left all them people outside. He said it himself, our church experienced flood. And that's what he said. That's why I can't, people can't get in here. What you going to come in here for? And there's water on all on the floor. Now, yes, there are some buildings that are considered a refuge that you go to. I don't know if his church was considered a refuge down there. I don't know if it's sitting in a low part of Houston or what. But Houston got tore up with that flood some years ago. Ain't too many places didn't get hit with water. But it was all over the Internet that he didn't open up the doors for the people to come in. I like God, dog. Another hit on the Christian community and all of that. So he had to come out and he had to say that I never shut my doors on the people. <clears throat> now, until people got some actual proof of him saying that type of stuff, I'm not opening up my doors to the people in the community. That's one thing. You got to stop doing this type of stuff. Bishop Eddie Long never admitted to sleeping with them boys. Yes, there were about four or five of them. They had books and all of that type of stuff out. But I know all your minds are made up that he slept with them boys, that he bought them all kind of gifts for sexual favors and all of that type of stuff. I will never put my mouth on a man of God. And if somebody is guilty of doing a sexual act that they ain't got no business doing, I'm praying for them. That's what you do. You praying for them that they get it right. Remember uh, uh, was it, uh, Jimmy Swaggett back in 1989, he admitted that he slept around with prostitutes and cows. I was 16. I was nowhere near the church then. Didn't have Holy Ghost address or nothing at that point because I was 16 years old when all of that mess came out. But he came on TV crying and admitted what he did. At least he admitted it. There were no rumors going around. He admitted what he did. Ain't no harm in that. I mean, ain't nobody above reproach. Ain't nobody walking on water. Y'all got to stop that. At least he admitted it. So once again, to Bishop TDJ come out and say, yes, I was there and I'm sorry. I made a bad mistake in judgment. And when they're okay, then I'm praying for you, Bishop. I'm praying for you. I'm not going to sit here and condemn him. Nobody on this, uh, <clears throat> on this Bible study tonight that's tuning in, that's going to watch it either tonight or later on. You don't have no heaven or hell to put nobody in. 
So stop it. You want to put on your black robe and get your gavel and slam it down and condemn somebody guilty and carrying on? Who are you? Like you don't make no mistakes. Nobody on here that I know walks on water. The only one that I know walked on water was Peter did too, at least for a little while. But he did drop and sink when he uh when he lost a little faith. But Jesus walked on water and he didn't sink. The only one that can walk on water for a period of time, that's the one that can either send you to heaven or hell. And then like I said, you put your own self there. Either you accept Christ or you don't. Either you believe him or you don't. But stop putting your mouth on men and women of God and you ain't got no proof. Just stay silent. How am I going to tell somebody that Bishop Eddie Long slept with them boys? I don't know that. How do I know that Bishop Joel Cena, he ought to be shaming himself. He had the church closed and didn't let them people come in there. Come on now. Bishop T.D. Jason got no business going to no sex parties. I don't know if he was there or not. But I'm going to just say, no, he wasn't there until he say he was there. I'm not going to believe that. Now, once again, that's just me. I don't care who on here say so. If you want to believe that, you go ahead. I'm not going to believe it. All because of the mouth of what somebody said off of one person said that and it took off like wildfire. Y'all got to stop that mess, putting your mouth on people. You ain't got no proof that man was there. People always want to blame stuff on the men and women of God. Ain't nobody on here telling me we can walk on water like we perfect. There's only one perfect one, and that's Jesus Christ. That's the only one that's without sin. The only one. I don't care how it may look, how it may sound or whatnot. About when they about this pastor did, did that. Pat, you know what? You don't investigate owners of sports teams about their mansions that they live in, about their private jets, but you let a pastor get a $2.5 million mansion and a private jet. Oh, goodness. Here come the investigations. I guess people at the church just dumping their pocketbook at the feet of a man and woman of God. All of their rent money, all of their water bill money, all of their car payment money, I guess they just emptying at the foot of the pastor and whatnot so they can get all these planes and helicopters and a million dollar houses. Why you got a million dollar house and you a preacher? Why, preachers can't have a million dollar house? Ain't nobody sitting around here with shacks with wooden, with the rain coming in here and the preacher got a, no, ain't nobody doing that. Like your whole congregation living poor, but the preacher's rich. Man, get out of here with that garbage. I ain't trying to hear that mess. You ain't innovating none of these sports owners that got billions of dollars. Some of these senators that got million dollar homes and all that. They ain't under investigation, but I suppose a man or woman of God can't have nice things. Nah, bro. Not me. I don't believe it at all. There go my queen tuning in. Hey, baby, how you? <clears throat> my wife, that is. Before somebody think I'm talking about somebody else. I'm talking about the one that got my last name. <clears throat> And y'all better stop putting your mouth on people. It says that every idle word will be accounted for. Every idle word. You can be justified or condemned. And I'm going to tell you now, you keep putting your mouth on men and women of God, you're going to be condemned. Because God, I know God don't like that. Because first of all, you don't know what you're talking about. And if you don't know what you're talking about, that means you're lying. And God hates a lying tongue. I just read it in Proverbs in sixth chapter. False witnesses. They're lying, putting people in jail and carrying on. Lying to claim this and that. Y'all better stop that mess. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up and be quiet. I just read it in here where it says a fool is counted wise when he keeps his mouth shut. And stop saying this stuff, especially when it comes to men and women of God. You can say what you want to say about me when I ain't losing no sleep at all. I put on my CPAP mask and I go to sleep and I ain't thinking about a care in the world. I'll deal with it the next day when the sun come up. That's just me, though.
Ain't losing no sleep over nothing. Say what you want to say. You want to believe I'm out there sleeping with men? Oh, it is what it is. But once I get wind of it, I'll address it and say no. Your mind probably made up anyway that that's what I'm doing. And when it but see, but that's just me though. I ain't like bitch. I ain't gonna say I ain't got nothing to prove to no. No, I'm saying it. You ain't gonna sit here and be talking about me like that. I will come out that no, it wasn't me. Now your mind may be made up, but I didn't said it. It's out there. Take it for what it is. I believe that my reputation and the way I carry myself with the words I speak should carry enough weight that if I say I did something, I did it. If I say I didn't do something, I didn't do it. And that should be just that right there. You got to prove nothing to nobody, bitch. He ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. He don't. He ain't got to open up his mouth. But until then, that man wasn't nobody. Ain't too much to lose. See, it's a scandal already. And ain't nobody got no proof. Because people out here go take a lie and run with it. And you can believe what you want to believe. Put your mouth on people and you better watch that. Every idle word is accounted for. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You better start speaking life and start speaking death. You know what you speak death to? As I have said this before, speak death to being in debt. Speak death to lack. Speak death to not enough. Hallelujah, God. Speak death to sickness. Yes, ask God to kill all of that stuff. You can speak death on that. I speak death to lack. I speak death to not having enough. Hallelujah, God. But I speak life over my wife and my children, my family. I speak life over the church members, over my pastor and bishop. Amen. I speak life over my children. Now you got to. Those are the things you speak life over. Speak life over your body, over your health. Speak life over your finances. You speak life over those things. You speak death to stuff that's negative. Now come against it. The devil is a liar. Speak death. Father God, kill death, kill lack. Kill being in debt. Kill not having enough. Kill that. That mess can go. I speak death to all of that. Speak death to sickness. You get diagnosed with cancer. Cancer is not a death sentence. Nothing is too hard for God. God can heal anything. He's a healer. By his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah, God. You got to speak life. You got to speak those things. You got to believe that. If you get diagnosed with something, you got to speak life to it. The doctor don't have the last say so. God got the last say so. Jesus has the last say so. Not man. You're not going to speak that foolishness over me. You're not. All this stuff that's going on in the news that's negative, speak life over it. It might not come right then and there, but speak life over it. 365 days from now, I can be a millionaire. I'm speaking life over it. I can be a millionaire. I speak life. I speak life to being completely and totally out of debt. Hallelujah, God. That's the type of words you need to be speaking daily. Not speaking on the men and women of God. Quit gossiping, quit looking down on people. Quick, take off your robe because you ain't judging nobody. You ain't no judge. Stop that. The word of God says not to be judging people. We got a bad habit of that, about judging folks, with the way they look and all of that type of stuff, or how they act or whatnot. Stop all of that foolishness. Now, Mr. Williams online right now. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in, Tony. Praying for you too, for your, um, for your illness right now. Speak over it. Sickness is not a part of us. Speak over it. Speak life. Speak health and wealth. Speak it. Hallelujah, God. Your words have power. The word says so. 
Look up these scriptures concerning the tongue, I'm telling you now. You'll be surprised at what it says about keeping your mouth shut and there's times to talk. Don't I say that with, uh, in, uh, what's that, oh boy, what's that, Ecclesiastes third chapter? About a season and a time. One of them is a time to speak and one that says refrain from speaking. Translation is a time to shut up. It's a time to speak and a time to shut up. That's exactly what it says. It just don't say it quite that boldly. It says a time to refrain from speaking. Translation, shut up. And sometimes it's a time for that. Just be quiet. Especially when you don't know what the heck you're talking about. Stop it. You just out there. That needs to stop. Speak life. Stop talking about Bishop T.D. Jakes. Pastor Joel Osteen and all these other pastors and whatnot, because you don't know. Well, what they got to lie for? Why they above lying? Oh, I suppose they don't lie. Nobody got time for that mess. Like I said, until they admit it, don't tell me what you got to say now. Amen. Well, I, I pray for him. That's what I do. But that is between him and God. Because you don't have no heaven or hell to put nobody in. If he did that foolishness, I'm sure he repented of it. And going and going about his business. I just can't see nobody with that much to lose to take a chance to go to a place like that. I just can't see it. And I'm sorry, I can't see it. And whatnot. So until then, because people will lie on people to make themselves look good. Get your tongue off of folks. Stop that foolishness. Start speaking the truth. And the word of God talks about speaking the truth, has life in the truth. It's all kind of scriptures about your mouth. <clears throat> and I'm getting ready to close in my closing <clears throat> so we get ready to go I already got them written down I just didn't read them but um, Ephesians 4 and 29 oh I think that's the one I'm talking about uh, I don't know if that's the one I'm talking about stop using foul language and whatnot. Ephesians 4 and 29 let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth but what is good I think it's for the good of the hearing I gotta flip this page what is good for the necessary edification that may impart grace to the hearers. Let no, no corruption, no, no corrupt thing come out of your mouth. See, it, it's all, that's New Testament. It's in New and Old Testament about things that come out of your mouth. Be careful about what you're saying. <clears throat> We're probably going to end it in Colossians 4 and 4 and whatnot, or 4 and 6. <clears throat> Colossians 4 and 6. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know that you how you ought to answer each one. Let your speech be with grace, seasoned with salt. Talk proper like. Talk like you got some sense. Speech, tongue, words. That's all in the Bible. Things that come out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. And there was another good one. It says that, you know, this for all you uh, people that like me that, that love to eat pork in my closing. Love to eat that swine. The word of God says it's not what comes in your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out your mouth. That's word too. That's one of them Proverbs. It's in there. I didn't write it down, but that's in Proverbs though. It's not what comes in your mouth. It what comes out of your mouth that defiles you. Something else about the mouth. I'm trying to tell you. You can eat what you want to eat. That don't defile you. Because first of all, God said everything that he created is good. Everything he created was good. To be received with thanksgiving. So, yes, so that's just me. <clears throat> Watch what you say. 
You don't want to miss heaven for something that comes out of your mouth, for words that comes out of your mouth. Quit lying on people. Quit gossiping. Quit talking about people. Quit talking about the weather, like I said before, because God controls the weather. So stop calling the weather crazy. Stop calling it bipolar. Stop calling it don't want to make up his mind. God is the thermostat. He controls it. It can be cold tonight and hot tomorrow. He wants it that way. So be it. So stop talking about the weather because God controls the weather. On this garbage. It says some guy on my crew talking about, man, got some machine that can shoot all up in the air and control the weather. That's why that conversation the other day. God, a machine? Okay. I can show it to you. Whatever. Don't Look, man, God controls the weather. Man have been trying to control stuff for years. Tornadoes, earthquakes. I say, why would somebody want to do that to kill people? Population control? He got the answer for everything. It ain't enough food to feed everybody. So God needs help. God has <laughs> people born and die every day. And that's been going on for, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of millions of years. God been doing it just fine to someday man say that God needs some help. So we need to kill off a bunch of people because there's not enough food on earth. You see how foolish that is? You see how foolish that is? Y'all believe that God is if you want to. God been doing just fine without man's help. So man can make tornadoes, tsunamis and hurricanes and all that population control. COVID-19, all done by man to kill off over a million people because I guess it ain't enough food. You know what? I'm getting ready to, to, to close out and <laughs> whatnot. God bless each and every last one of you for tuning in. It's a mess that's out there. I refuse to believe it. I tell you, I refuse. God don't need man's help with nothing. We need God. God don't need us. Amen. And we go close on that note. Uh, let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for this Bible study on tonight. Father God, help us to control our tongue, Heavenly Father, Lord. Help us to speak life. Help us, Heavenly Father, right now, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive us for speaking foolishly, God, in Jesus' holy name, God. I pray that we gather facts before we speak, Heavenly Father, Lord, and let us use the gift of silence sometimes, Heavenly Father, if we don't know what we're talking about. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, let us be quiet. Hear all the facts, Lord, and even your word says a fool is counted wise when he's quiet. In the mighty name of Jesus, a fool is counted wise when he's quiet. So help us, Heavenly Father, to be quiet and mind our own business and not to say things that we have no idea what we're talking about. Father God, we love you. We praise you and strengthen us, God. And once again, for the people that are sick with COVID right now, God, touch them, heal them, strengthen them, Heavenly Father, that they can be back to normal, Heavenly Father, and back to their old self in the mighty name of Jesus, God. I speak life on everybody on this line right now. I speak health and wealth to everybody that's listening and tuning in. God bless each and every last one of you in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 I hear my beautiful wife coming in the door right now from working hard. Amen. Thank God that she made it home safely. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Speak life whenever you're traveling, that God has traveling mercy over you. When you're traveling to and fro, never take that for granted. You see on the news every day or every other day that people get killed in car crashes all the time. Amen. So I think, was it the Summerton? Sadly, just lost their mayor or somebody in one of them, uh, one of them towns. He was just 48 years old and he was the mayor. I think he was the first African-American mayor that town has ever had, and he lost his life tragically the other day in a car accident and whatnot, man. So never take just driving to and from places for granted. Amen. Speak traveling mercy over yourself. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I am at Restoration Community Outreach Ministries at 2208 
East Boundary Road here in Columbia, South Carolina, the metro, the capital city. Amen. If you need prayer, just hit me up online and send me a request or hit me up on Messenger. If you are, if you need anything like that, amen, we have under the leadership of Pastor Tonetta Robinson and our overseer, Bishop John Willie Robinson Jr. We have an awesome minister, my favorite minister, Minister Robinson, um, Joshua Robinson, amen, and the mighty man and woman of God up in Newberry, South Carolina at Faith Deliverance Outreach Ministry. So if you're up on that side of town in Newberry at two o'clock every Sunday, they're at 2615, I believe it is, Johnstone uh, Street, amen, Bishop Robinson is the pastor up there. And he has two awesome ministers, a husband and wife combination of the Coleman's, amen, Minister T and Minister C, Shannon and Toronto Coleman, an awesome man and woman of God. Thank God bless each and every last one of you for tuning in. What it do, Kenny? You all right, bro. Thank you for tuning in. I know you just tuned in at the last minute, man. Be safe out there driving up and down the highways and whatnot. Uh, thank God for my classmates that tuned in, uh, Tyra Miller. Amen. And uh, Andy Seabauer, my co-workers that tuned in, Ryan and Big Smooch, my homeboy that I grew up with, Willie, Lewis, and whatnot, man. God bless each and every last one of you. Thank you for tuning in. My church members, God bless you. Amen. And let's get ready to shout them down at church Sunday. Amen. And let us live holy. And remember, I love you, but God loves you more. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening. God bless and good night.